Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning from November 18th through the 20th, 1911, pages 103 to 105. November 18th, 1911. I brought Monsignor Caroli at the Sacred Congregation for Religious the list of prepared petitions which he had suggested that I present. First of all, Monsignor Caroli received me very graciously and encouraged me to continue along the way I had chosen and expressed his best wishes for the growth of our community. In the afternoon, I went with Father Moser to the magnificently beautiful Basilica of St. Paul's outside the walls to pray and to look about. At seven o'clock in the evening, I visited Monsignor Sapieha for about an hour. We talked about the life of the church in Russia. He invited me to dinner on the following Tuesday, November 21st. November 19th, 1911. I went to the Basilica of St. John Lateran, where I made my confession and heard two Masses. Then I returned to my lodgings, where I read and prayed for the rest of the day. November 20th. I went to the Sacred Congregation of Studies. About 11 o'clock, the secretary, Monsignor Dandini, received me. One, he told me that he was very pleased that the rector had submitted his report, the congregation had been expecting it and waiting for it. Two, he requested that the academy make every effort to introduce philosophy in accordance with the decree and other regulations issued by the congregation. In connection with this, I explained how difficult and actually impossible it would be to add physics, astronomy, and secular subjects in general to the curriculum. First of all, the government would not consent to the introduction of such subjects in the Department of Theology. And if it did consent, then it would try to impose a Russian Orthodox professor. That is both undesirable and dangerous. He replied, is it necessary to consult the civil authorities in every instance? Could we not, for example, introduce those subjects under the guise of cosmology or natural philosophy? Three, at least two years should be dedicated to the study of philosophy and two to the study of theology. This is a general rule applicable not only to Russia, but everywhere else as well. Four, only those who have completed their seminary studies and have been ordained should be admitted to the academy. I was surprised at this because at the Academy of St. Petersburg, I had always been under the impression that the students there ought not to be ordained to the priesthood until they had completed their studies and that there was a decree of the Congregation of Studies to this effect. Then I learned from Monsignor Sapieha that there had been a plan to include a regulation in the decree requiring that only ordained priests would be admitted to the academy. 5. He asked whether the rector of the academy had any other duties. I said that he did not. He was pleased with this because the congregation wants the rector to devote all his time to the academy.
Six, he noted that many graduates of the academy had joined the Mariavite sect and that this should be corrected. I had seen the report prepared by the former rector, Zarnovetsky, with instructions that it be passed on to Tretyak. Unfortunately, I did not know what was in it, nor, in all probability, did Kakovsky. I was not quite sure what to say and wanted to avoid any contradictions. The secretary said that Zarnovetsky had been strongly in favor of the Mariavites. Later, Antonucci himself advised me that His Excellency the Archbishop should turn his attention to the seminaries and instruct them to strengthen their philosophy courses. Then the congregation would be satisfied and the academy could then concentrate on theology. 8. Finally, Antonucci said that he himself would write to the rector if the congregation made any decisions. He said that perhaps the congregation will give a reply. Today we continue to hear about Blessed George's various adventures in Rome during his visit there. It is very interesting for me to read these things. I've lived in Rome for 18 years, serving in the administration of the Congregation of Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Just recently, I was elected to serve as the Superior General of the Congregation for the next six years. The Superior Generals are the successors of our founder, St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky. He founded our congregation over 350 years ago. Blessed George was the 27th Superior General, and I am the 40th. It is a fascinating thing to find myself following in the footsteps of St. Stanislaus and Blessed George. I ask for your prayers for myself as I serve the congregation as the Superior General, and please pray for all of us that we would persevere, uh, grow in holiness, do good apostolic work, and that the Lord would send us holy vocations. In the entries today, Blessed George speaks of his meetings and of his visits to various churches in Rome. He says that he went to confession in the Basilica of St. John Lateran. Different religious communities serve in the different basilicas. The Dominicans hear confessions in St. Mary Major, the Franciscans in St. Peter's Basilica and in St. John Lateran, there are Benedictines that serve at St. Paul's outside the walls. This refers to the walls that protected ancient Rome from invaders, and many of these walls are still standing today. In Blessed George's meeting regarding the Theological Academy in St. Petersburg, Russia, we see evidence of the persecution of the Catholic Church by the Tsarist government in Russia. There is a point uh, about the rector of the seminary not having other duties. Priests enjoy preaching and pastoral ministry, but those who are called to serve as formators of seminarians and of young religious have a special and important calling. They are forming the priests and religious of the future. They need to be present to them. They can't do their work as absentee fathers.
Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.